Hi, it's Stephen from Stoic Leadership Podcast. And today I'm continuing in the theme of diary entries. And today's diary entry is about possessions. So the question is, which of my possessions own me? Now, my family is not my possession, but sometimes I act and think as if they are. My house owns me. Um, Last night, after a long day travelling, I walked back in the house and got confronted with, oh, you have to go and fix the pool. So I was, next thing you know, I'm up in the roof and fixing something to do with the pool. Got kind of annoyed. Then I thought, well, okay, let that emotion come, let it go and dealt with it. Basically ended up standing on the roof and enjoying the view. So I took something positive out out of it. But my house does own me. There's so much work to be done. And the, and it just before I even thought about this diary entry, a diary entry, I was thinking, my goodness, like we, we just we're just slaves to these things. And yeah, the house does own me, although I own the house technically. The more stuff you've got, the more stuff you've got to do. And somehow, surreptitiously, this morning I I went to my mother's for my morning coffee to my mum and dad's and she confronts me with um, this and that aren't working, the modem's not working. So I go downstairs and I fiddle around with the modem and I'm looking around this spare room and there's just crap everywhere. There are old photos, there are old, old everything basically that you can imagine. And some of it's ugly, some of it's impractical. In fact, most of it is either ugly, impractical, dated, and not particularly sentimental. It's just stuff that's been collected. There's a coffee table here and an old painting kind of thing there. And you know the look. It's just not a great thing. And, you know, you just want to throw all of that stuff out. So, again, these are, these are possessions that they kind of own you because you still have to maintain them. And they own you, own you in that you still look at them. You, you, there's a feeling of familiarity, but when you look at them, you think, wow, they're, they're completely unnecessary. So moving on from the unnecessary, ugly, non-sentimental stuff, I thought, well, I wonder if there are any other emotions that own us, not just things like houses and possessions. And I was thinking about ambition. Ambition is like a possession that owns me. I want my business to be successful. I want my career to do X. I want to be the boss of whatever. You you know what those ambitions are like. I want to be a politician, the prime minister, president, governor, whatever it is. But they do, can, sorry, can own you because they become blinding. And, And look, a lot of people who achieve those high levels of ambition that they set for themselves, they will say, I was bloody minded, I was focused, nothing else entered my mind. And that's all well and good. But then your possession, that possessive need to acquire some sort of a level of something does start to own you. It owns you because you don't get to do what you really want to do. You have to do what the, the ambition determines that you have to do. My house determined that I had to fix it. And rather than come home after about a 11-hour day, 12-hour day, to end up on a roof on a really hot summer's day. So you don't control your own life when these possessions own you.
So what they end up doing is they they sacrifice your tranquility and stoicism is all about tranquility. How can you live a tranquil life? Now, this does not mean a life where you're sitting in a cave contemplating in navel, singing Kumbaya. No, tranquility is a life that's a virtuous life that's lived in accordance with how you want to live your life. And I don't think that any of us want to live a an 18-hour-a-day cutthroat kind of a life, nor do we want to necessarily be slaves to our houses so they look good for when friends come over. Sometimes we do these things because we're looking at the longer picture and short-term sacrifice, I understand that, and there's quite a lot of stoic value to that. But what I'm talking about here is when you could go beyond that and these things own you. And I think that's the dangerous place. So which of my possessions own me? I think my family owns me, but they're not my possession, although sometimes we do think of them as as our possessions. My family does own me, and I'm kind of happy with about that. I do think my house and a lot of my possessions own me. I have to get the car serviced, I have to get the car fixed, the house fixed, all those types of things. I think our ambitions can also own us, and there are lots of other emotions that can own us. Love can own us. We can be possessive about our loved one, and it can own us and completely, completely derail us. And the own us means, just before I wrap up, it means that you're, you're not making really free decisions that you would ordinarily make. Your decisions are being driven by the possession. So that's how they own you. I'm Stephen DiPietro. Thanks for tuning in.